First of all, I just want to take a moment to shout out all 11 of my listeners. I really appreciate y'all. You know, if y'all need anything from the stove, just let me know. <laughs> but today, I, well, it's, it, it's nighttime again. So tonight, I wanted to talk about something that was very, uh, how can I put this? Very important to me that I had to learn out the hard way, and that's learning what type of entrepreneur I am. When you look on social media, you are very captivated by everything you see. Uh, Everything, almost everything derives some type of emotion from yourself. And it's evident that entrepreneurship is very popular at this time. So you have people doing real estate, you have people doing beauty, you have people selling products, you have people selling courses, all of these things. And it's captivating because you, it almost seems like you're surrounded by success, but you're desensitized to the area, or should I say the location of this success. You're just seeing success is sex success, but it has no, how can I put this? You don't automatically think of, oh, this person is in California, this person is in New York, this person is in Colorado, this person is in Florida. You just see success is success. And it gives you a false sense of not only hope, but what success may look like. Because, you know, uh, publicizing your misfortunes isn't necessarily the most appealing thing, appealing thing when it comes to social media. I mean, you could just see by some of the some of the engagement, some of the likes that some of those posts get. But the reason why I say that is because along with all this glamour, you almost get. How can I. Now, like I said, you know, I, I have my cliff loads, but um, I'm, I'm freestyling this right now. But you almost get a stereotype, for lack of a better word, of what success looks like. So you see these people working, uh, waking up early in the morning. You see people staying up late, late, late at night, uh, barely getting any sleep. And you almost think, okay, if I want to be successful, I, I must have to do these things because other people have done them and they've They've gotten to where I want to go. So I must implement some of these regimens in my in my schedule. And you try it. Well, I tried it. And it's like, eh, this, 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 this is not really working. So what I just I, what I just want to share is that if you're, for example, if you're not a morning person to begin with, it really doesn't make any sense waking up at four, five, six o'clock trying to uh grind, if you will, when you know your main productivity hours don't come until nine or 10. So you wake up that early and it's almost just like you're just waiting for something big to happen or you're trying to have something big happen. But in reality, you yourself don't really start functioning until that certain time. The same is true at night. If you're not a night owl, it doesn't make any sense for you to stay up so late because your productivity goes down exponentially. And I've seen this with myself. Now, sometimes you have those situations where you just have to get stuff done. But on a day to day basis, it doesn't make any sense staying up till one, two, three o'clock in the morning because I've had an instance to where I was up that late and I was already tired and I was making a lemonade. And I was like, hold up. Did I add any sugar 
and I tasted it, I was like, I didn't even add any sugar. And I was just about to start bottling. So that was the that was the straw where I was like, when I start getting tired, cut it off. Cause you're going to do more harm than good staying up that late past your body's bedtime because the only way you're really going to see uh not even success just just positivity is when you're is when you're operating during your body's prime operating hours now granted this could change but let's just be honest you're not gonna buy a ferrari if you're about to go on a safari be a, I could, but I'm not a rapper though. But I'm not a rapper though. Oh man. But another thing is, I I myself I was almost kind of confused on my on my own working habits because for my job, my job requires me to work wake up at one, two, three o'clock in the morning just because we have to get breakfast ready before production even starts. So I'm thinking to myself, how is it that I'm waking up this early to go to work? But when it comes time to work on myself, you know, work for my business, I'm, I'm, I'm like a turtle getting out of bed. And I try doing the early. It, it doesn't happen. If anything, I set my alarm for six, like on the weekend, and I stay in my bed playing my phone until about 730. Well, matter of fact, let's rewind. I hit snooze until about 6.45, and then I might get up at like 7 and play on my phone for like another 30, 45 minutes and then get the day rolling. So to be honest, I don't even set alarms on the weekend anymore. One, because I need to get my rest because it seems like rest is just underrated. I don't know why you need it. But one, I need to get my rest. And two, I already know that if I wake up early, I'm not going to be in a mood to be as productive as I could be, as I could be, if I were to wake up when my bodily, when my body naturally wants to wake up, and let's see, I have some more notes. I have some more notes. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, and just to just to fall back on what I was saying earlier, it's very important to be able to. I've realized it was very important for me to be able to recognize the real and the fake. So you have people who, let's just say, for instance, YouTube, you have real estate people that have a YouTube channel and then you have YouTubers that talk about real estate. So what's the difference? The difference is the real estate person that has a YouTube channel, they make the majority of their money off of real estate because they actually do it and they just want to post some content just one because they like to or two that could be a secondary source of income from their channel it's not a it's not a it's not a majority of what they make but you know if they're already doing it why not document it you have those group of people and then you have the other group of people who are youtubers who make the majority of their money off youtube and they just produce real estate content so the way that that might get kind of blurred is granted i'm not saying the content they produce is outdated or they could misinform you but would you rather have somebody that's researching about real estate or would you rather have somebody that's actually doing real estate business on a day-to-day basis that can give you real life examples of what actually happens and not just 
textbook examples of what can happen. So that's what you have to realize when looking at these channels and looking at these these influencers. You have to look at their motive. If their motive is to get paid by social media or paid by the content, and that's the majority of money they get, I would say just take everything they say with a grain of salt and then try to look for the people that don't really care so much about the type of content they produce, they're just giving you an inside look of how they get their job done on a day-to-day basis. That's just something that I have done. Like I say, or should I say, like I should say, this podcast is just about my personal experience and I'm not a umbrella case for everybody. You know, certain things that I come across, certain things I do are unique to myself, but I just wanted to share some of the things that I've learned. That way, if you're listening and you are in a similar position as myself, you don't have to make the same mistakes that I have made. And everything that I say, or most of the things that I say is from experience, and it's definitely easier said than done because I'm human just like you are. And when you're doing your business and you see so many people on Instagram, and granted, you have to make the... You have to make the... Uh, how, how do you put it? Separation, for lack of a better word, between the people that are in your area because some opportunities just not just aren't as lucrative and present in your area as others. But nonetheless, when you see people that do that are doing similar things as you and they're posting all this success and they're doing all of this, it makes you feel some type of way because you're thinking, how in the world is it possible that I'm doing similar things as you and you're nowhere near where I am because you're so far ahead? And to be honest, they aren't posting the things that would ask that would answer your question. They might have been willing to do some things that you would never be willing to do and vice versa. So that's the reason why you are where you are and they are where they are. But at the end of the day, you, uh, like uh, like J. Cole said, what what <laughs> what you eat don't make me go to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? So you just have to. It's nice to draw inspiration and get inspired from that, but you definitely shouldn't have social media be your uh, your standard. And if you're not in the same position as somebody else, you're doing something wrong. I can assure you, you're doing everything right. It just takes a little bit more time. And that's all. So let me just make sure I covered everything I want to cover. I don't want to make these episodes go too long because I can be a little bit long winded. But I have some other things that I want to get through, but I'll just put that in a separate episode. So this could be a little bit shorter. So thank you for tuning in and I'll speak with you later.